Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Awesome Up Podcast, coming to you from Glendale, Arizona. And this week is a very, very, very special episode. I am joined by Tom Sims. Tom is the owner, uh, proprietor, and uh, founder of Stir Crazy Comedy Club right here in the West Valley. Tom also hosts a very amazing podcast called The Business of Comedy. Tom is a delight. Tom's super intelligent, uh, terrific guy, and is doing things that are uh, fantastic here in the West Valley. So I hope you enjoy it today. Go support uh, Tom's podcast, The Business of Comedy. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you're having a great week. Welcome to the Awesome Up Show. Awesome Up Show. Broadcasting not so live from the Monet Studios in beautiful Glendale, Arizona. It's the Awesome Up Podcast with Ron Babich. Ron Babich. Where we talk all things awesome in innovation, business, and great ideas. Now, here's your host, Ron Babich. Let's get awesome. I won't do two shows tonight anymore. I won't. I won't do. I don't know. I'll, I'll leave it up to you. Whatever you want to talk about, I'm, I'm totally down with. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't don't give that kind of freedom because then that just goes all over the place. You know, um, I, I <laughs> take advantage in a bad way. Um, so just, I mean, for starters, what, uh, where's your favorite place to eat? What, what's, what's the best place to eat for you in town? Ooh, in all of Phoenix or just the West Valley? Hmm. Uh, all of Phoenix. All of Phoenix. All of Phoenix, man. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm such a boring eater, man. I'm a creature of habit and I'm boring. Um, you know, I'm probably at Outback more than any other place. Uh, as lame as that might sound, I suppose. Wow. Um, I eat a Westgate a lot since I'm at Westgate a lot. Uh, <laughs> Um, man, I don't know. I'm trying to think of someplace cool that I just, I just, uh, I don't think of any, I can't think of any place. No, that's okay. Outback, Outback is totally going to appreciate you, um, giving them props. And, uh, and so what, <laughs> so what if it's not that, so what if it's not that creative, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so where, where are you from originally? Uh, originally I'm from Iowa, Council Bluffs, Iowa. Ah, I, some great people come out of Iowa. Super nice people. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Our, we have our Midwestern ways. Yeah, I spent most of my life in the Midwest, and then uh, I moved to Arizona eh, maybe coming up on thirteen years ago. Ah, good for you. That's that's great. And were your parents from there too? Yeah, yeah. We were uh, we're all from Iowa. And is it a long... uh, I got tired of the cold. <laughs> is it a, uh, what, what do they do for a living? Is it a long line of um, podcasters or uh, where, where, did, where did that all come from? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I come from a family of podcasters. Uh, no, no, my mom, uh, my mom was a nurse and my dad was just kind of a, kind of a general labor type. He was in the military and stuff. Uh, he died, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, but uh no, just kind of, you know, blue collar. Okay. Yeah. And what, um, when you were in high school, what, what, uh, what would you say your, your closest, um, social group was? Hmm. That's an interesting one. High school. Um, 
you know, I was kind of the guy that, that just sort of, I wasn't in any of the, the tight knit groups. I was kind of friends with everybody. I was a musician in high school. So I guess I hung around the musicians more than anybody else. But, um, yeah, I was, uh, I was just one of those guys that kind of got along with everybody, I guess. No, that's, that's great. Um, so, so the business of comedy, what's it, what's it all about? And, um, how, how did you come up with the idea? Well, um, you know, I'm a podcast listener. Um, I, I have several that I, I listen to and, um, specifically for comedy, you know, now that I own the club, I have a lot of con conversations with other people in the business, you know, when I go to other clubs or whatever, and I would have these conversations and I would kind of think to myself, because I, would, I used to be a comedian, I would think, uh, you know, man, it would be so valuable if, if a comedian just heard these two club owners talking about, you know, what's on their mind. And it just got me thinking um, about maybe doing a podcast for comedians where we do exactly that. I talk to people in the business, either, you know, people like club owners or agents or managers, but also comedians who have specific jobs in the business, like maybe they're a writer or, you know, something like that. Um, and that's, that's kind of where it started. And, um, you know, it just started a, a couple of months ago, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. I love, you know, I love talking about comedy and the business of comedy. Um, so it's just, it's more a, a labor of love for me. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you know what, it's, it's, uh, I've been in the West Valley since 1978. And, um, oh, wow. yeah. And I used to do, uh, um, for a long time, um, I used to do comedy for a long time back in uh, starting in the late eighties and the nineties, and then even in the two thousands. And, um, uh, the opportunity, uh, in terms of locations and places and venues, um, has drastically changed, you know, obviously in the last 20, 30 oh. years, but it's super cool what you're doing. Absolutely. And it's super cool that you're oh, you know, being, being such a, a culture dish, uh, on the West Valley. So, uh, kudos tom for for that too. oh thanks man yeah it's 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 you know i i started doing comedy about 10 years ago and even even just 10 years ago there wasn't there wasn't much outlet you know uh to do comedy you know there were a few clubs around but other than that there weren't very many even open mics at the time uh but now you know there there's open mics all over the place there's you know a few more clubs so even it's yeah, yeah, definitely a different. Years. It's incredible. De definitely different, different, um, different landscape, and uh, but but I will say it, all that stuff does build character, though, because between um, restaurants and sports bars that don't do comedy, but where it's a devil's brigade, and you know nobody wants you there, and all that stuff. <laughs> those, <laughs> yeah. those are the most memorable. Though. So, anyways, uh, um, sure. <laughs> uh, so what are you what are you curious about right now like what's what's on your mind in terms of you know looking ahead and, and what, what are you curious and thinking about um well right now you know i'm just i'm, I'm super busy between the club and, and the podcast that's just kind of consuming everything um you know the, the podcast is still relatively new so it's it's taking up a lot of my headspace i'm just you know i'm, I'm traveling all over to do interviews and just you know, that's what I'm kind of uh, 
sort of consumed with at the moment. Um, but, um, you know, I got a, I got a few other things that I'm working on club wise that I can't really get into yet. Um, but yeah, I'm just, uh, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I have to be busy. I have to have stuff going on constantly. It drives my wife crazy, but, but, um, but, uh, yeah, that's great. So, um, and and this could be recent or this can be, uh, not so recent, but what, what would be something that maybe you failed at that was a good learning experience through all this stuff? Um, what have I failed at as far as the club or? Yeah. I mean, it could be sure. Yeah, sure. Um, well, you know, the, the club was, I, I never owned a business like that before. So, you know, uh, you, you get into something like that and it's just, it's overwhelming, you know, and quite frankly, you, you stand by and you stand back and, and look back at the whole thing. I don't know how anybody opens a business to be honest. It's just, uh, it's an amazing amount of moving parts. Fortunately, I've got, uh, you know, a couple of great partners who know the hospitality business. So all of that side of stuff, I, I didn't make mistakes that I definitely would have had I been on my own. Um, they, you know, they kind of took care of making sure I knew uh, what needed to happen so I could, I could concentrate more on the comedy side of things. Um, that, was, that was really what it was all about. I, I wanted to own it. I didn't want to necessarily own a business. I wanted to own a very specific kind of comedy club, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. So when it came down to, you know, you're dealing with the city with permits and, and the landlord and, and getting the commercial lease and you're dealing with, uh, you know, health inspectors and fire inspectors and building inspectors and architects and on and on and on. And that was all new to me. And I had to kind of learn it all on the fly. But, but again, fortunately I had my partners to kind of, I didn't make a lot of big mistakes that I would have been making on my own. Yeah. That's really smart. small mistakes here or there. I, I, you know, there's a couple things I wish I would have did, you know, done differently at the time, but nothing, nothing really major. It's just uh it's just a grind. You know, any business is just a grind every, every week. It's, it's uh, okay. How do we get people in there this week? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, well, you're, and you're fortunate too, because it's, that's, that's the destination in the West Valley, you know, in terms of destination spot. It's one of those few locations that people actually search for things to do there, you know, and um, yeah. So it's, yeah, they've been, they've been fantastic to work with too. I was, that was one of not only my concern, but you know, my partners as well was like, well, Westgate is a pretty big entity. Is it going to, you know, is it going to be a, a pain working with someone of that size and all of that, but the opposite is, is what happened. They, they, they've been fantastic. They really, they really supported us early on, uh, not only making things easier, you know, just to, just to get this all going, but, you know, uh, helping us market in the early days and, and helping us get our name out there. They, they've been fantastic. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. A couple, we had a couple other locations uh, in the West Valley that fell through for a couple different reasons. Um, so it was actually the third location we're working on was at Westgate. Wow, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably, that's honestly, it's probably the best thing that ever happened though, because. Um, oh, uh, for sure. You know, that it, it's funny. We, we, we have some friends uh, 
that own um, the Escape Wait the Escape Westgate. That's you know right by you right there. Oh yeah. And great yeah. guys. They know they've been doing this for a million mm-hmm. years. In fact, they just did an escape room in Europe, um, overseas for the military and a bunch of stuff. So they do they do this stuff all the time. But it's one of the best decisions ever was to move into Westgate. It's it's a mirror of what you said in terms of uh, the cooperation, the help, you know. And then forty percent or so of the the traffic comes from specifically be, that being a destination for everybody versus uh, an open market. Oh, for sure. You know, so that's that's great that's awesome um yeah we've uh we've actually we uh do during the summer we do uh summer improv camp and we partnered with them uh to send the kids there so uh, uh, yeah they've been they've been great neighbors yeah they're great that's awesome they're great guys and that's a, that's a pretty cool setup they've got over there but uh, uh so on i speaking of great ideas for your best ideas where where, where do you kind of um where do you draw those from when it comes to best ideas? Um, I'm a, I'm really big into processes and um, I like solving problems. And um, especially with, with the club, I've had a lot of opportunities to, you know, I, I, I'd worked in clubs before in different capacities and I knew where the pain points were and some of the, you know, the areas where I wanted to improve. Um, and we use, you know, technology to improve a lot of those. Some of them are just processes, uh, you know, within, you know, with staff and stuff like that. But, um, and we've got a couple inventions that we, uh, that I literally had to have manufactured. Um, but that's, um, that's just, uh, I don't know. That's, that's been part, a lot of the fun for me, uh, is, I, I love solving problems as they pop up. Um, I'm always thinking about stuff and by trade, I'm a software developer. So um, our website is not only can you, is, is it just the website where people can purchase tickets, but it's also all this back end processes and stuff that, uh, that I can basically run the entire club from my phone with. Um, and that's just a happy coincidence because I happen to, write software for a living so for so many years but wow um, that's part of the fun of all of this is just solving problems ah that's great well that makes sense if you're a software guy and process driven and engineering kind of thought process good for you that's uh that's yeah, yeah. Rare. that's rare that's uh that's awesome especially the part where you can run the whole business from your phone i think a lot of people are going to be interested in how they can do that as well is running <laughs> from your phone. Yeah. Uh, so on on values, when you think about values, and I mean it's a it's um, it's a major enterprise over there. How, how do how do your personal values kind of show up in the work? Um, my personal values. Well, as far as I'll take it from the business perspective, you know one of the things that I wanted to do with this club is I wanted it to be an inexpensive night out for, you know, for, for people, for couples, et cetera. Um, and, you know, we keep our prices as low as we can. And, you know, I, we're not the kind of club that, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to squeeze customers out, out of every dollar. Um, I try to keep it, you know, uh, everything reasonable and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of having a, 
brain malfunction here. But um, um, so I, I think, you know, if you're an investor in the club, you probably don't want to hear me say that, but I, I, I don't like charging more just because, you know, like one minor example is New Year's Eve. It doesn't cost me any more money to be open New Year's Eve. So we don't charge any more money for New Year's Eve. Just little things like that. Um, we just, uh, we really wanted it to be a place where people come to a lot because it's not too expensive and they know they're going to be treated well and it's going to be uh, just an easy night out. Um, so I think that was, that was the part, the plan from the beginning. And that's, I think we're, uh, I think we're successful in, in keeping that values, those values. That's great. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, you know, and if you think back, you know, 10 years ago, and, uh, if, if you could travel in time and, you know, send a message to yourself, uh, now, what, is there anything you would, uh, recommend to yourself from 10 years ago that you would be aware of today? Um, man, that's a tough one. You're asking me all these questions. <laughs> I, haven't, uh, I haven't, uh, no, no, interesting questions. I just haven't thought about them. So I'm, I'm probably, uh, my brain's trying to put together some kind of answer that makes sense. Um, you know, 10 years ago, I had just started performing comedy around the Valley and I, I would have never thought that this is where I was going to end up. Um, it just kind of happened. I started, I started enjoying producing shows more than I started than I enjoyed performing on shows so I guess in retrospect I wish I would have pursued that path earlier um, but I also learned a lot performing comedy that you know certainly helps make the club what it is now um, being you know a former comedian so um, I don't know I'm not I'm not I'm not a really big regret guy so I, I don't really look back and, and regret you know, I think everything, uh, just everything, it's just all part of a path, you know? I know that might sound a little trite, but um, I'm, I'm just not a, a guy that's going to look back and regret, oh, I wish I would have done that or whatever. Um, it's, you know, life is, life is fun, you know? And it's, it's interesting how you look back and see the path wherever you ended up. It's, it's just fascinating how these random turns of events lead you to where you're at you know it's endlessly fascinating to me um but yeah no that's true no i was gonna say that's totally true and you know what's funny is some of the at least what you think of as the worst things in life happening at that time later you look back and you go and sometimes not always but sometimes you look back and go man if that horrible thing wouldn't have happened i never would have this great thing today so it's just all I'm with you. Oh, absolutely. Man. Absolutely. I'm a big believer in that. Big believer in that. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes some... it takes, sometimes it takes big things like that to, to make us move. You know, we get, we get stuck in our rut, our rut, uh, our rut. And I can't speak our ruts. And, um, you know, change is, change is scary. And I think a lot of us have things that we want to do, but we're, it's the easy path just to not do it. It's, it's easy to talk ourselves out of doing things. And then when some major, what appears to be a negative event happens, that's, that's what kind of bumps us into action. And that's when things can happen. I'm a big believer in that. What's um, an advice for, for comics, new comics or, or even existing comics, like you said, having the outlet to hear 
hey, come from the business perspective, any what's what's the this is kind of a trite question in itself, but what's the best advice you would give to either a new comic or an existing comic re related to uh, being consistent in clubs? Well, one of the biggest pieces of advice I give, and I think this is applicable in a lot of areas of life, but especially what I see um, with comedians is, is have a goal that you're working towards. Now that, that goal can always change as you, you know, get more experience, your interests change and everything, but know what you want to do and, and, and do things that lead you that direction. I, I see a lot of great comics that have just been kind of bumping around the open mics for years and they don't really seem to know what they're trying to, to do uh, goal wise. And, um, you know, I, I think if they just kind of set some goals and said, okay, I'm going to do this kind of thing because it's going to help me to achieve that goal. Uh, I think that would be a huge benefit for them. Um, that's one of the biggest piece of his, pieces of advice. The other thing I think, um, as far as getting booked, there's so what I think most comics don't understand how many comics there are that you're competing with for stage time. And, you know, I, I kind of knew before I opened the club, but then you open a club and then you really see how many comedians there are in the world trying to get booked. Um, and that's one thing I think a lot of comics don't understand is when you approach clubs or whatever, just keep in mind how many other comedians you're competing against. Um, and that might, that might kind of inform the way you contact clubs, the way you act when you, you know, meet people in the business, et cetera. Ah, that's a, that's great advice, Tom. Yeah. that's a great perspective and great point of view on that. Um, because I'm sure it's, it's, it's something you never think about unless you're coming from your perspective and you see it from that angle and just how many comics and how many right. competing for that same stuff. That's, that's a great point. Right. And, and that's kind of the whole idea behind the podcast is, you know, if you can hear people in the business talking to each other, you kind of get an idea of, their vantage point, how they see things, what they want, what they would like to see, et cetera. And hopefully you kind of think to yourself, oh yeah, I'm going to change, you know, maybe it's just, maybe it's the, the, the vocabulary you use when you email clubs, you might, you might think, oh, you know what, it might be beneficial if I say something like this. It could be something just small like that. Um, but that was, that was kind of the whole idea behind the, uh, the podcast. That's great. That's great. This is kind of an odd question, but do you have any idea why Stu Baker continues to plagiarize my old act? <laughs> okay. No, I just had to get that on uh, recording just so that when he does listen at some point, he'll understand. Uh, just had to get that officially in there. You don't have to answer that question. There's no right answer for that question. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and- uh, Good old Stu, man. <laughs> Stu's the best. He's, he's absolutely the best. Um, He's at the club this weekend. I know. I, you know, I looked at my watch before we started this podcast. I was like, oh my gosh, I think that's coming up like in two days. I will definitely be there to, to uh, cheer him on. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's terrified. He, he doesn't perform much anymore. So I'm no, sure he's, he's just freaking out. Yeah, he's, he's the best. One of the brightest guys on the planet too. Um, just super awesome. Um, but hey, is there, anything, is there anything I should have asked that uh, I didn't? 
No, man, your questions were great. And, and, and they're a lot more interesting than I typically get asked. And I wasn't prepared for them. I'm like, oh, wow, I have to think about that one. So that's probably why I came, came across like an idiot a couple of times. Oh. But no, they're great questions. Those were all fun questions. No, no, not not at all. No, Tom, it, it's been awesome. I was super excited. And, and, and again, major, major kudos for being such a... Um, such a powerhouse on the, in the West Valley, as well as just in the Valley in general, but it's, it's just terrific. I'm sure people tell you it 10 times a day, but it is terrific that you're doing what you're doing and where you're doing it. And uh, not to get on a high horse about the West Valley, but the West Valley is, is growing at a rapid pace. And you're one of those elements that like, it's one of those just necessities that when it's, when it's better than good and it's great and the stuff you're doing is great and the quality, um, it's, it's fantastic. So I just want to say thanks for that as well. And, and thanks. No, for I, I appreciate that. But I mean, you know, I think any comic in the Valley knew that there, you know, there should be a club on the West side. There just hasn't been, no one's done that. Um, so I don't think that was any big surprise that, that I, you know, that we did this in the West Valley, but the, just the, just the, uh, just the, the acceptance that we've got. And, you know, when, when I mentioned on stage that we're the, the only comedy club in the West Valley, everybody goes crazy. We've really been welcomed um, to the West side and we felt the love early on. It was, it was great. It's great. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Tom Sims, the business of comedy. Um, fantastic talking to you today. Thanks for all the great responses. Thanks for joining us this week on the awesome up podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and subscribe to the show on iTunes and other podcast platforms so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. 